Welcome. We're here at the Crimson Circle Connection Center now for the Shoud, our monthly meeting. And it appears that Adama Saint-Germain will be here with us as channeled through Jeffrey Hoppe. Are you ready for that? That is our beautiful live audience in the studio. Could we quick get a light shot of this beautiful group? Look at that. Oh, feel the energy? It's amazing. So, thank you very much. So, with that, let's get ready for Adamas, and that means let's start with the conscious breath, that deep breath that fills the body. The energies flow, and we breathe. The I am here. This is a beautiful season and a great time for this event. So again, breathe in those energies of holiday and celebration. Take that good deep breath of life, really allowing yourself to feel and be with it. Take that good deep breath into the heart of you, Breathing, allowing, in this present moment here. Take the good deep breath and allow all your senses to open, human and divine. The music is going to play. Music to guide and gently bring us opening to this Adamas channel. So I invite you to breathe with all your senses, not just hear the music, but feel it and breathe it. Take that good deep breath. I am that I am. Adamus of St. Germain. Ah, such a delight to be back here at the Connection Center with each and every one of you, with all of you watching in today. Let's take another good deep breath as we enter into this day, all that it gives. The setup for today, I'll talk for a moment, as always, kind of give my opening dissertation. Then we're going to have a short mirab, followed by a very special session. Uh, and then a long mirab. And if you're not asleep by then, <laughs> nothing will work. <laughs> so, dear Sambra, uh, we have quite a few guests in the house today. Um, not just you who are here live, but quite a few guests from the other side. We have Doxy, uh, who recently left. She's taking a very, very active interest in Sambra. You might find her coming into your dreams, coming into your life from time to time. You know, she was relatively quiet in her last lifetime on the planet. Now she's like kind of a strict teacher, uh, as Caldra discovered. She, if she comes to you, it, it might be a little harsh, a little direct. Uh, not to give you a hard time, but to get you back on track. She studied psychology in her last lifetime. She really understood so much about the mind, uh, the way it works, the human mind. and. When she got to the other side, she was relieved to be out of her physical body, which pained her a lot, but also out of her mind, uh, no longer having to think and 
She realized how the mind processes everything. It beats on it. I mean, the mind can take just something very small and insignificant that could quickly be released and uh, let go of, but just beat it to death and keep working it and keep coming back to it and blowing it up into something much larger than it actually is. So she's going to be working with you on that when you find yourself getting trivial, when you get caught up in the little issues that really don't make a difference. When your mind turns something into kind of an obsessive emotion, she's going to be there to say, let it go. Let it go. Now's not the time. All the little stuff, let it go, because there's something else much more important, something else that's happening. FM, one you know is John Kaderka, is here as well. He's been very, very active lately, working on his um, connections, uh, the, the connections for you to really connect to your divinity in a way that gets it to hold. Gets it to hold. Now, you've all had connections. You feel them once in a while. And as you come into your final stages of realization, the connections are going to stay a lot longer. But sometimes they're difficult to hold. And you know what that's like. You get this uh, amazing feeling, and then the next day you're back down in the dumps. Next day you're caught in mass consciousness. FM isn't quite done with his um, research into this yet. We'll be coming out with it sometime soon. But it's about maintaining that connection with the human, the Master, the Divine, so it's not going in and out. So, so you really ground it. A lot of the research that he's doing is also based on uh, what was learned back in the times of Lemuria. When you first came into the human biology, uh, after you got birthed into it for the first time, trapped into it, uh, but prior to that, it was uh, there was difficulty maintaining consciousness in biology. It would work for a little while, and then you'd be out. Uh, it work for a little while again. You you might go who knows, months or or years uh, in that human body, and then suddenly you were out. So there was a lot of work that went into getting you into that body, getting you grounded. FM is using some of the same concepts, the dynamics between consciousness and energy, to really understand how, what it's like to ground and stay in that realization without popping in and out. There's a lot of forces uh, at work that get you out of that awareness, out of your realization. I mean, mass consciousness is a huge force. A lot of forces that pull you back out, your, your past, Ken, uh, other people certainly, just the uh, kind of the compression of living in this reality, living in the biology will pull you out. So he's working on how to stay in that connection. Along with our other guests today, we have about um, well over a thousand ascended masters here. They, they fit in. They don't take up a lot of space. Uh, they don't eat much food. Well, they're telling me they'd like to, but they don't eat much food. They don't take up much space. So uh, about a thousand came to visit today because this is a kind of a significant moment right here. And you say, well, where are where are the rest of them? You know, we're we're getting close to 9,900 Ascended Masters, 9,900, very close. What are the rest of them doing? Well, <laughs> silly. 
they're watching it uh, on the internet uh, <laughs> and the Ascended Masters Club, uh, like so many Chambra that uh, well. Even some of you who live here locally in Colorado, why should I drive all the way, you know, the 15 minutes to attend a live shout with Adamus? I'll just sit here and watch it on my internet. No, you, you, and you say, well, isn't it just real easy for an Ascended Master to just be somewhere? Couldn't they just be here? Because it's about all it takes. You, know, you don't have to move a body. You don't have to go through time and space. But they're trying to learn kind of now what it's like to be human, a modern human. So they said, a lot of them said, no, we're going to stay here at the Ascended Masters Club and we're going to pretend like we're human. We're going to watch it on this big screen and we're going to see what that's like. We're going to see what it's like for all of you who are watching it today on your screen. So let's wave to the Ascended Masters <laughs> back at the Ascended Master Club. Yes. Another big wave here. So I get it on camera. There they go. Okay, so they can see, and they're all cracking up, of course, because they know they could be here. But really, they, they're try, they're taking an interest in what the human is doing. Um, nearly a thousand of them are teaching uh, through humans uh, on the planet. Uh, they have their own groups, and we we talk about it a lot. How's your group going? How's my group? And uh, they have their groups. That they work with, some through channeling, some simply, <coughs> what you call, kind of energetic guidance. Uh, and it's interesting because you'd think ascended masters wouldn't, what, compete? Well, of course we do. We were human. <laughs> we knew what that was like, uh, and we joke with each other. There's that kind of, a, kind of a gentle rivalry, and and of course you know what what happens when somebody is number one. You know, let's say the best football team, the best uh, um, swimmer in the world, the best of anything. Everybody's competing with that being, and in this case, well, who's number one? <laughs> in this case, I'm kind of the I'm kind of the big target, uh, oh. uh, you know, amongst the ascended masters. We do it. Uh, we do it fun. We kind of go back to our human persona, you know, the ribbing, the kidding, the you know, all the setup on it, the rivalry. But uh, yeah, now it's gotten to the point where they're all kind of teaming up with each other. <laughs> Almost a thousand ascended masters trying to upseat me. But what they don't realize, <laughs> what they don't, maybe they're catching on uh, watching this on the uh, divine internet. What they don't realize is, it's not me, dear ascended masters. It's not me you're competing with. It's Shambra. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's not me. It's your groups. Now, I'm not saying anything negative about your teaching methods or the group of humans. Of course, they're all just wonderful. But if you're going to compete, don't, don't pick on the coach. Don't, don't go after the coach. Go after the players on the field. You know, I get the best players. Uh, I recruited you in, in my draft. I got the best players of all. I mean, the, the this is a setup. This is a setup, and I'll, I'll go so far <laughs> as to say that back in the early days after I took over from Tobias, I, I had to I had to take a look at our our team. You know, who was playing, who was on it, and there were some that I knew just weren't going to make it. I mean, they they 
kind of wanted to, but I knew that when we got into the tough parts, the really tough parts, they weren't going to endure. They, I, when I knew when we got into talking about what energy is, which is the most significant thing going on on the planet, the what is energy and what is consciousness, they weren't going to be there. They, 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 they couldn't handle it. So you know what I did? I sent them off to the other teams. <laughs> no, truly, uh, go someplace else because we're kind of um, we're kind of a small group, all things considered, but uh, the best players, uh, the the most dedication, the most commitment, and not not even about winning because it's not about winning. It's about allowing your realization. This is kind of a special shout today because. All of them are here. But just feel into a moment. Here we are at the end of the year. The end of the year is always kind of nice for humans because oh, I made it through. <laughs> so many humans, they work really, really hard all year. And then come this time of the year, hey, everybody just kind of slows down a little bit, does a few more things for themselves, takes it a little bit easier. I made it through the trials and tribulations, through March and April. But March and April of any year are tough. You know, the pressure is on, particularly if, if you're in the uh, corporate world. The pressure is on, and you go, you go into the year deeper and deeper, and are you meeting your goals, and are you doing the right thing, and all the pressure that you have. So here we are at the end of the year. That's significant. We can just take a deep breath and. Feel into it. Things go quieter right now. We're at the we're at the end of the the century. I mean, the not the century, the decade. <laughs> Just feels like the century for me. We're at the end of the decade. Now that's another big one. There's always a big kind of a marker. I got through ten years. I got through ten years uh, with you, and, and uh, so it's a big deal for me. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you know what I say up at the Ascended Masters Club now that I'm tenured. <laughs> Where's a drum roll when I need one? Sound effects. Okay, pass that one. Yeah, uh, I've told uh, some of the groups. So if if I came back to the planet, which I am not going to, uh, it came back in biology. What would I? What would I like to do? What What would be my favorite job? It's, I'd like to be a game show host. <laughs> I mean, I'm dressed like one today. <laughs> I'd like to be a game show host. And I'd have a show on the internet called, What's Your Macchio? <laughs> yeah. And, and guess who would be the contestants? <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, a, what a fun game to play. And uh, with all sorts of prizes and trap doors and special <laughs> bonus rounds. And uh, who's, got the, who's got the best macchio of all? Who can release it? Yeah, oh, that would be fun. But anyway, here we are at, uh, I'm tenured at the end of the 10 years. Uh, we're here at the very, very tail end of a long, long journey. Not just the 10 years, but your journey on the planet. We're coming into 2020. I'm not real big on these dates uh, that, that have been projected all the way along. You can remember some of them, the harmonic uh, 
chaos and the harmonica, all the rest of these dates. But 2020 is special. It's very special. Numerology-wise, uh, it's kind of special because it's the well, it's the most balanced. It's a two zero two zero, most balanced year you're ever going to have in your lifetime. Because the numerology is the most balanced. Two zero two zero. It's a four, which is also an absolute number of balance. I'm not going to say you chose to come into your realization in 2020 because of the year 2020. Kind of the way things work, it became 2020 in a weird way when you chose that this was going to be the time. Mm. Coming into 2020, in this year, I know the dates of your realization. And that's when you realize your realization. I mean, you actually are already realized, but you don't realize it. But when you realize it and you get one of those moments, it's going to be hundreds, maybe somewhere over 1,200, up to 1,200 Chambra that realize their realization in 2020. Yeah. When I first started working with you, I would have been happy with five. And we got a lot more because of uh, your, your true desire, your, your knowingness that you let guide you to this place. 2020 is going to be a significant year in so many ways. Now, I already hear people, well, am I one of them? doesn't matter. doesn't matter if you are or not, because realization ultimately is natural. You'll come to it. I, I don't spend a lot of time talking about it, because I know it's there. I use the, your realization to help pace what we talk about in terms of staying on the planet. How do, you, how do you let energy serve you? That's the critical thing right now. How do you stay? That's what we have Doxy and FM and many, many others working on, supporting you as you stay on the planet. How do you tolerate some of the difficult stuff going on? That's, that's going to be the big question. As the world gets crazier, as technology gets more and more advanced, how do you tolerate it? We're kind of like on the, the eve right now of realization. And I really want you to feel into today, all of you, no matter if you're watching in online with the Ascended Masters or you're here, but next couple of weeks things get kind of quiet because of the holidays, but also because of this, a natural cycle that's taking place. Use that time to really feel into how you got here. And what comes next? What comes next is going to be very, very different. It eliminates a lot of things like fear. Fear. It eliminates worry and doubt. But here we are at this. You know, it goes back to my book that has not been written yet. Uh, and I understand books are not so popular these days. I, I'm, a, I'm a book kind of ascended master. I, I like books. I like the, the visceral feeling of paper and the smell of ink. and I, I like marking pages to come back to. I understand right now things happen on video. Do video, because you get it done quickly. But I still would like that book written one of these days, Caldra. Um, <clears throat> so, in the time of machines, 2020 was the critical year. I, I was back in my last lifetime, on my last few months on the planet, and 
when I suddenly found myself, without intending to do so, I found myself projected into the future, which is actually right here. But I found myself in a future scenario, and suddenly it was very strange, <laughs> very strange. But suddenly I'm here in, in talking to you, but through this <laughs> strange, uh, through this uh, different persona that I knew wasn't mine, but Yet, when I heard the voice that, uh, of uh, now what I know is to be Caldra, it's like, well, that's me talking. That's my energy going out. What's happening here? Why, did I, why was I suddenly attracted to this place in the future? I realized it was the year 2020. And as I listened to myself being channeled through Caldra, you've got to imagine this is a little weird, huh? So I listened to myself being channeled through Caldra. I suddenly realized what was happening. So many in this family, in this group, you, were coming to realization in this year. That also paved the way for many, many other Shambra, who finally realized it's not that difficult, who eventually heard from these others who had their realization, who heard from them, and then the other Shambra around the world, just one by one, then many, many, then many, many, many suddenly allowed it. And it just it swept through this community. And that's, that's this year coming up. Now, I, I do have to caution and say that realization isn't what you used to think it was. And I think you're learning that now. It's something very different. I don't want to try <clears throat> to define it, because ultimately I want you to define it whether it's in a video, whether it's in a book, whether it's just quietly to somebody. But I want it to be your words, what it really is like. But here we are at the eve, at a big crossover point, at a big cycle change. And I'm not talking about the planet necessarily. I'm talking about you. Let's take a deep breath with that. We made it. I mean, we really made it. <laughs> yeah, one woo-woo over here. It hasn't always been easy. It hasn't ever been pretty. <laughs> but we made it. We got to this point. So I was talking up at the Ascended Masters Club the other day about all this, what's going on, and where we are. And I really wasn't trying to brag, but I just couldn't help it, saying, this is it. This is our year. And a few others chimed in and said, well, you know, we're going to be there soon. But it's like, you know, we're going to be there now. This is it. And it's not just a few. It's a lot. And it's not riddled with macchio. They've come. You've come to your truth within yourself. And it's not about even having to have uh, some big organization and leaders that tell everybody what to do. There's little or any rules within Crimson Circle. And that's highly unusual. When I'm talking to the other Ascended Masters, they're explaining their rules and their hierarchy and their levels that they have to go through and the diets they have to go on and things that they have to wear. And I say, we don't do any of that. We, we don't do any of that. We encourage bad habits, drinking, <laughs> smoking, whatever it happens to be. No, really be. It's to be real. Because you see otherwise. We come up with a rule. 
let's say you cannot eat anything with pumpkin in it. And it's just about as ridiculous as some of the rules are. You cannot eat pumpkin because back long before Earth was ever formed, pumpkins were abused uh, by aliens, and and now there's a, a kind of a pumpkin reaction going on. And suddenly you stop eating pumpkins. Anything with pumpkin pies. Um, I don't. Know, what, what else do you have with pumpkins? I don't know. Pumpkin spice latte. No more of those. So now you feel really proud of yourself. You've really gone through some hardship in avoiding the temptation of that orange pumpkin. You've gone through all that. No more pumpkin soup. No more pumpkin soup. And some of you are went through withdrawals on that. But uh, but no more pumpkins. And then you're really proud of yourself. I don't eat pumpkins anymore. I used to be an addict. I had to go to one of these where they send you to the halfway house or whatever. Had to go out for therapy, and but I don't do any of that anymore. Suddenly, you're proud of yourself, and you think you're spiritual because you don't eat pumpkins anymore. And you hang your hat on that. I've seen it time and time again in groups. Pumpkins, vegans, never wearing the color black, never. Shaving, never wearing deodorant, any of that. I've seen it time and time again, and they hang their hat on it and they think they're spiritual and they think this is the path to ascension. The the sad part, but it's actually kind of funny. The sad part is they realize sooner or later that it wasn't about pumpkins. I could have eaten as much pumpkin as I wanted. I could have had lattes and soups and pies and I could have eaten it raw right out of the Pumpkin itself, it was. I could have pumpkin seeds for snacks. It wasn't about that. Here I went through all that suffering. Here I hung my hat on it and said that I was spiritual, and it wasn't about that. I could have eaten as much as I wanted. It was about one damn thing. And now these people, and then they get really upset with their teachers for teaching them this crap, this anti-pumpkin campaign going on in the universe now. Now pumpkins are banned everywhere, and, and some people grow them illegally and smoke them uh, <laughs> from time to time. But they have to hide their, their pumpkin addictions. Then, then these same spiritual people get upset with their teachers. Why did they feed us this? <laughs> no pun intended. Why did they give us this? All these distractions, all these things that actually had nothing to do with realization. In realization, you can eat all the pumpkins you want, damn it. Yeah. No holding back. We have no rules here. And the other, the other ascended masters who teach on Earth, or with humans, they don't really understand all this. I'm suddenly hungry for it. Do you have any pumpkin pie back there? <laughs> Seeds? I don't care. Anything. <laughs> so. None of the others have this kind of free, rule-free type of organization, and they simply don't understand how we do it. And again, I go back to it's the players. It's you. It's the ability to remember what you're here for, what you want, your knowingness to guide you into realization, with me once in a while having to kick your ass and, and get you back on course, because it is easy to get distracted, whether it's a it's uh, going anti-pumpkin, whether it's uh, 
thinking that you have to have a certain diet or drink 12 gallons of uh, water a day. There's one of the groups, and this is no joke, I mean, I'm serious. Calder doesn't want me to say it, but I'll throw him out if if he resists. I shouldn't be drinking when I say that. There's one of the groups, honestly, and I I probably shouldn't tell names, so I won't. They (laughs) – hang on, I gotta – I gotta get rid of him. All right. Well, Calder's gone. They say that the way to enlightenment is drinking your own urine. Oh! I am absolutely serious. Okay, Calder can come back now. These strange distractions. Well, and they're distractions. They're power plays. They're illusions, and they have nothing to do. Oh, they justify it by saying something about uh, it's. The light of divinity is in all your cells, and you know it's like it's like there's better ways. Gnaw on your finger or something. I don't know, but that's. But they believe it. They live by it. They here's it's so bad. They pay money to be part of the <laughs> drinking group. They, no, they pay. They have dues that you have to pay, and they get bulletins, and then they get uh, notices. Now, have you had your intake today? Well, it's actually, first of all, have you had your outtake, and then have you had your intake today? I am serious. I'm serious. Now, it's in a well, – I'm not going to say anything more. Uh, so the Ascended Masters, they wonder, well, how do you do it? How do you do it? There's no rules. There's no dues. Uh, you're, you're now talking to Shambhara about being uh, ungrouping, not even being in a group. Eh, come together every once in a while, have a little party, have a shout, and then go your own way. On group, how do you do it? It's the players. It's the commitment that I felt in all of you a long time ago. The commitment that this is the life, last lifetime. At first you used to say it, this is the last lifetime, like discussed. Now you're like, this is my last lifetime. Like, at peace with it, integrating the, the aspects, the past lives, getting through so much of it. But here we come now. This is, to me, such a special time. End of the year, Christmas, holidays, and it's that end of that long, 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 beautiful but arduous path into realization. What do we do now? Take a deep breath and allow yourself into it. Allow yourself into it. One of the Ascended Masters during this conversation, one of them came up to me and said, Well, Adamus, your group, are they kind of crazy? Like, I, don't, I don't really think so. Weird at times, but not crazy. <laughs> Another one came up and said, yeah, we've heard about you know, your group and other humans are talking about it. They say it's a cult. It's a cult. They can say what they want. You know, because what is a cult afterwards? Uh, anyways, what is a cult? Something you get into and you can't get out of. Here, I throw you out. Uh, happily throw you out. So I, it couldn't be a cult. So one of the Ascended Masters finally said to me, so Damas, how would you explain Shambra? How would you explain this whole kind of phenomena that's taking place? How would you explain uh, what type of humans they are? And I said, well, Shambra, Shambra, they live a few blocks off of Main Street. 
They live a few blocks off a of Main Street. And there was some kind of deer-in-the-headlight dumbass ascended master looked. Uh, what do you mean by that? And I said, well, they don't have to wear special uniforms. They are who they are. They can wear whatever. They can come to a shout in a chef outfit. I don't care. Or Santa Claus. It doesn't matter. They, they've been there, done that. They, they lived in mainstream for a long time. They, they actually tried really hard to be on Main Street along with everybody else. They tried to conform. They realized it just didn't work. They, they just weren't comfortable on Main Street. They live a few blocks off now, meaning that they really understand. They have empathy. Oh, they know what it's like to be human. They know what it's like to be in mass consciousness. They have tremendous empathy. They're, they're not living off uh, on top of a mountain in a commune in the middle of the desert away from everyone else. They're a few blocks off of Main Street. They live in their own place. They're sovereign beings. They've chosen to stay on the planet, to stay close to Main Street. They've chosen to still be around because they realize there's a lot of people on Main Street that are kind of lost and wandering and maybe wander off into some really dark places on Main Street or within themselves. They realize that they made a commitment to themselves, to humanity, stick around on the planet for a while, first of all to enjoy what it's like just being here as a free human. They also chose to stay around because they know there's a lot of people on Main Street that are literally going crazy, that don't know where to turn in their lives, that are suicidal, that are desperate, that have lost hope. So they live a few blocks off of Main Street so they can walk over there once in a while, not to try to change anybody, certainly not to evangelize, but just to walk down the street to go into the Main Street coffee shop or bakery, stop by the Main Street grocery store, go to the Main Street gym and just be there in their light. Most won't ever see them, but a few will. The few who are really, really ready for something different, who are ready to change their human lives, come into their realization, but who are so lost. And I said, you know, Shambra, they live a few blocks off of Main Street. They're they're on their own. They can take care of themselves. They don't need others doing it for them. They don't need the hustle and bustle. They've been there. They, they left that intentionally, but they're still around because they made a commitment to stay on this planet for a little bit after realization to be here for others. That's why we're here. That's why you're here. Let's take a deep breath with that. That's kind of... Um, it's kind of really profound when you think about it. Chambra, you, a few blocks off of Main Street. You're doing it your way, not conforming to everybody else, but you're close enough to stay in contact. You have that tremendous empathy that even an Ascended Master couldn't shine a light like you do. Because it takes one to still be in human form, to still be doing what you're doing. So, yeah. Good way to put it. Strange, crazy, odd, I don't know. I'd say just a few blocks off of Main Street. Let's take a good deep breath with that.
Okay. Now, I'd like to do a little Marab here in the early part. We'll come back to another one later. But again, this is a very special time of the year. You know, as you come into your realization, whether it's 2020 or 2021 doesn't really matter, but as you come into your realization, you kind of know it because everything just gets real quiet, real quiet. Everything settles down. Even the mind, even the mind just really settles down. It all, it all gets nice and quiet. It's kind of, you know, that quiet, like the end of the year quiet, feeling a satisfaction, feeling very content, knowing that there's a lot that comes next, but it's just a nice time of quiet within yourself. You don't need anybody else, anything else. All the battles are done. No conflict. There's nothing to battle. And you realize that the battles, well, you, you kind of liked them in an odd way, but now you're just you're done with all the battles. So as you come into the realization, everything kind of gets quiet. I don't know, day, week, month. doesn't really matter, but it's part of that cycle. It's just a real, you know, that real nice. I'm with myself, and everything is, everything is just masterly, everything is grand, that kind of quiet. Anyway, let's have some music and go into our, our first mirab. Let's take a deep breath together. We're not going to work real hard today. We're going to kind of marab our way through this shout. There's a, something very special about this time of the year, also. I did a little homework, tapping into all of you, all of you here, all of you watching. It's such a special time of the year. It wasn't just about Christmas presents and gifts, but maybe there was just a little bit more love at home, even if the home was chaos. Maybe just a little bit more love. Maybe it's just because everything settles down. I don't know, but if you feel into it, there was a time when, right about this time of the year, when you were very young, four, five, six years old, somewhere in there. And you're still very, very open. Let's go back and visit that. You, very young, this time of the year. And there you are, maybe dressed up for the holidays. Kind of a warmth in the in the house, especially if it was cold outside. Kind of a special kind of warmth. Well, if you remember, everything at this time of the year is kind of a little bit more golden in, in its light, and not just the sunlight, but everything actually becomes a little bit more golden, especially when you're a child. There you are, all excited about Christmas. Well, yeah, there's a lot of other stuff going on with your family and things, but 
there you are. Here you're now really in the human body. You've been in that body for four, five, six years now. You know you're staying. There's sometimes doubt before that. Sometimes when you almost left. A lot of you got very, very ill when you were young. A lot of you had some of those very close calls with death. You weren't so sure you really wanted to stay, but but you did, and here you are now, a young holiday child. The child somewhere deep within you, that child knew that was going to be a very important lifetime. The child also sensed, well, things that would come up later, challenges. Fears, uncertainties. Would you get there? Would you be able to see your way through? Would you be able to kind of cut through the chaos of human life? Would you be able to release the family, meaning let go of all the ancestral karma that you could now start feeling in your body? You know, as you really came into your body as a young child, you could also feel. All of that. You could feel that it was a long path in 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 an uncertain world. The fear: Am I ever going to get there? Here you are, that young, excited, innocent young child, but also you were starting to feel. The, the weight of the world, the weight of what was going on. So many of you were growing up in times of real fear on the planet, wars, nuclear bombs. Some of you grew up in countries you didn't even know if you were going to have a meal on the table the next day. Growing up in dysfunctional families. You knew we're gonna, they were gonna take a, a toll on your, on your mind and your body. So here we have this young child, so excited, but yet feeling what might come. And here you are now, on the eve of your realization. You made it. It was tough, but you made it. Now, if you would just be there with that young child of the past, that holiday child that you were, and let that child know it works out. It all works out. Really, really, let yourself be there with. Yourself as that young child, it needs to hear this right now. It's like the Christmas future coming to visit the Christmas past. I made it. We made it. You say to this young child, "I'll tell you the stories later. They're great stories." But we made it. 
You say to the young child, I don't know if you can even imagine this. The year 2020. It's 50 years in the future. 30 years, 20 years maybe. But sometime in the future, I don't know if you can even imagine that right now, but that's where I'm from. I'm here to tell you, we made it. Don't give up. Don't fear. Don't ever feel alone. Whether you're five years old as you are now, whether you're 10 years old, grow to be 20 years old, just remember we made it. Let that child that you were know this. Give it a big hug. child next day or a couple within a couple of days go to maybe a parent or a brother and sister or maybe a friend and say I saw an angel the other day angel came and talked to me the child will probably be kidded and harassed a little bit by its friends or siblings they'll joke and say sure the angel came right down off the Christmas tree and talked to you, and that young child that you were say, no, it just was there. I was laying in bed or was playing with my toys, and suddenly an angel came to me. My friends or siblings would say, well, what did the angel say? That you were stupid? You say, no, the angel, I don't, I don't really remember what the angel said. I just knew everything was going to be okay. I don't remember the words that the angel said. I just know that I don't have to worry anymore. When you try telling a parent that an angel came to visit me, I kind of pat you on the head, like, sure, okay. Maybe give you a religious lecture, tell you that angels aren't real, none of that, but you knew. You knew because a self from the future came and visited. That's what's happening right now. This isn't just a game, I mean, it's really happening right now. When that happens, here's the important thing. It changes the energy of what you, that child, will experience. It changes the energy in knowing that even in some of the toughest moments, there was always that angel at your side. It changes the energy because the young child sensing now that it's in the body, sensing the ancestral portion of itself, sensing mass consciousness, sensing things that could come, suddenly, suddenly feels it can do it. 
suddenly realizes it can do it, and then the energies change and the experience itself changes. The experience changes. Even if you say, well, no, no, there certain things happened in the past, get over that. An experience, what the mind considers to something that happened in the past, is never locked in concrete. It's never set. It changes. The future is the past healed. The future is the past with an angel beside it. I don't use the term healing very often. I, I don't like how it's used now in society. I don't like the macchio surrounding healing. I don't like anybody talks about their healing potions or their healing hands or any of that. So I rarely talk about healing. This, though, is healing. When you consciously go to yourself as a child, you say, it works out. We made it. We came into realization. It changes your history. It changes what actually happened. It changes your perception of what your wounds were, what your shortcomings were, everything. It changes it. You can literally go into the past. Without trying to change the experience, you change the perception. That's healing, because then you realize there's never anything to battle. I really know were never really were any great big wounds. So visiting yourself Christmas time when you're about five years old has a profound effect on energy. A profound effect even right now on your own body and mind. This is healing. Let's take a good deep breath with that. So now you right here now, the end of December 2019, you say, now I'm sitting here. I'm still a little shaky. <laughs> I still have some issues in my life. Will the future, the realized self, come and visit me right now? Absolutely. It's already here. The minute we started this Marab, real reason was to bring that in, your realized self, saying it all works out. Six months from now, twelve months from now, three years from now, it all works out. You're not alone. It all works out. It says just take a deep breath and allow the magic. Deep breath. 
This, by the way, is practical magic for the modern Merlin. No, really, uh, when you realize that there are no boundaries of time and space, when you realize that you're visiting yourself in the past and it changes everything, and you're being visited by your realized self right now, and it changes everything. This is practical magic. Not a lot of woo-woo, not a lot of waving of wands or sorcerer's songs or anything like that. It's, it's allowing. Let's take a good deep breath. Thank you. So now let's uh, go into the next phase. You ready uh, to move on, or you want to just <laughs> hang out there for a while? Uh, you know, call it a day, have a drink. You know, <laughs> let's take a really good deep breath. Go into the end here. Yeah, you could still be in. Wasn't that lovely energy? Oh, oh, I, I, I'm going to bottle that and sell it. <laughs> call it Machio, <laughs> something or other. You know, beautiful energy, and and you can still feel it. Hold on to it. You, you don't have to let it go. Uh, because you're you're a master, uh, a true master. It's only a master that can go back and visit itself as a child. It's only a master. You realize you here in the 2019 just went back and did the masterly thing. Remember, I talk about the the master goes and wisdomizes everything. That's what you just did. You just performed your first conscious act of being a master, wisdomizing. Everything that has led up to now, going all the way back to when you were just a few years old. That's it. It's that simple. Go back. Hey, I love you. Things work out just well. Great. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, coming up <laughs> behind you are a lot of humans that are starting to wake up on the planet. A lot more than ever. There's less religion than ever, which is a good thing, because then they're not going to get sucked into that. And, and I'm not really anti-church. Well, yeah, I actually really am. <laughs> All right. No, I, it can be such a trap. You know, it's like the pumpkin trap. You know, uh, just because you you no longer are addicted to pumpkins, it's the same with religion. You go to church and you think, okay, I'm a spiritual being. No, you're not. You're stupid enough to go to church, but you're not a spiritual being. You're so ignorant to believe that crap that they put out. Uh, no, actually, you're really dumb. Uh, anyway, just expressing my feelings. So there's a whole group coming in after you, and you can tell because the planet is getting shakier, uh, and, and that actually uh, gets more people into this place where they, they, it almost propels them into awakening. Things are so confusing and chaotic that it kind of signals within them that fruit of the rose. Remember the fruit of the rose from Tobias? It's the way out. It's the trap door. It's the, oh yeah, that's right. I implanted something into my reality landscape. When the time was right, that's when it would show up and it would lead me out of this craziness coming into my last lifetime. A lot of humans that are waking up right now. It's just starting to, and, and uh, 
Actually, some of the other Ascended Masters are out kind of recruiting for their groups. You know, we're ideal for the Awakening, and we have all the answers and everything. Anyway, uh, but what I want to do, I want to create a message for those who are coming into Awakening. You know, they've got a journey ahead of them. You know, it, they're kind of like that young child from the Marab we just did. They're all excited. Awakening, oh, isn't this great? And I'm really special now because I'm awakening. And uh, but they yet underneath, kind of like you did, you sense, oh, I don't, I'm awakening, but there's this great big monster out there. I'm going to pretend to ignore. I'm going to just stay excited, and that's kind of what they're going to be like. We're coming into awakening, but yet they know, ooh, there is something here too that just is a little unsettling. I'm not so sure about it. What I'm going to do is, starting here today, this is our ground point, our grounding point. I want you to leave some messages for them. And we're going to do some today. We'll continue. We'll do some in Hawaii, some at other places. I'm going to have you come up to the front and give a message. That would be on a volunteer basis, but if there are no volunteers, Linda will happily find that volunteer aspect within you. Here are some of the guidelines for this. Here are some of the guidelines. No, don't pick anybody yet. First of all, we're going to truly turn this into messages for awakening humans uh, from the masters. Okay. Uh, keep it concise. A master does not go on and on and on and on about all their troubles and their woes and their, you know, a master knows how to embellish a story to make it interesting, you know. And some people say, well, no, that's not the truth. Yes, it is. It's a way of looking at the truth. You know, do you want it dull and boring, or do you want it with a little embellishment, a little liveliness, if you're going to tell a story? I'm going to ask you to just leave one thing, one message that you have for those that are coming into awakening. What would you tell them? What would you say to them? Make it masterly. Don't look at me during this exchange. You're going to be coming up here to this chair. And uh, Linda wants me to make sure to tell you, don't hold the microphone down here. <laughs> it will get the grumbling of your stomach and all of your nervousness into the energy of the recording. Don't hold it down there. You hold it like this, like a master. Like a master. Speak into the microphone. A master doesn't have to scream and yell, but a master does project enough so it can be heard by others. Don't mumble into the microphone like this. Yes, no. You've got about, and Linda's saying, watch your step on the way up. Uh, don't do this at home. It's dangerous and all the rest of that. So uh, these are professionals doing this. When you come up here, take a seat in the chair. Don't talk to me. Talk to the audience here. So I'm going to ask for the house lights to be up a little bit so they can see which Calder can't. Uh, talk to the audience. Keep it succinct. It's your message. This is going and recorded for all of history, and we're going to watch it at the Ascended Masters Club one of these nights. So keep it succinct. What do you want to share? What do you want to share with them? And, and actually, to add to the uh, to the uh, whole drama of the thing. So, you know, what comes around goes around. So, I'm going to actually ask Tad to kind of be our timer. If somebody starts going real long, just do <coughs> <coughs> what comes around goes around. You've had that done to you. Don't you know? Yeah. Yeah. So now you get to do it. 
You had it done unto you, now you get to do it to them. So, so make sure they keep it short, otherwise you're going to hear this. <coughs> What's short? Uh, and, you know, a couple minutes, a couple minutes or less. It might be just a really short statement and that's it. We'll move on to the next. So before we do that, let's all take a deep breath and uh, you're welcome to close your eyes or whatever. What message do you have? And to all of you watching in, same thing because you might be up here one of these days. We're going, to make a, we're going to make a video. I guess books aren't in fashion these days, so normally I'd say let's write a book, but geez, that takes forever. <clears throat> uh, so we're going to do a video. Messages from the Master. Subtitle, To Newly Awakened Humans. Messages from the Masters. So what would you share with them about the journey? What advice would you have to give them about coming into realization? How do you distill that, keep it like clear and short? What message would you like to share? And this is a true gift to them. I don't know how many we'll end up putting together on this uh, video, and then we can make it into a book. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll make it into a book then. I don't know how many we'll, we'll end up doing, but we'll probably be doing this on and off for a year, and at the right time we'll release this, put it out there. Take a deep breath. What message do you have for those who are just now coming into their awakening? Okay. So, dear Linda. Uh, volunteers by raising of the hand. Uh, oh, we already hand. have. His hand was already up. Okay, raising of the hand, and if there are no hands, then we'll make some. Good. Hello, Shambra. Take, take a seat, please. How are we today? Good to see you. Good to be here with you. Uh, my biggest uh, thing to tell new people coming along is don't believe the bullshit that uh, other people try to tell you. Uh, stick with yourself. You'll be bet a lot better along, and life will be a little easier for you. Um, I love hanging with this group. If you choose to uh, come and join us, you will have a much better life. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Hang out with us. Love each other and enjoy the last parts of your life here. Enjoy, enjoy everything that you can here. Thank you. Uh, and get all the gifts that you can. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody had to be the icebreaker on that. Now, you may wonder, what are these people going to think of Santa Claus sitting there <laughs> with this message? But I, I've, got a, I've got a way to handle that. I've been wanting to say this for a long time. I am Alea, Hilinahi, Merlina, a master of energy consciousness with ease and grace. And it has been a hell of a life. I would recommend to new people to take stock into Kleenex. 
because there's a lot of crying that goes on. I take many baths and just cry. I feel I fill the bathtub sometime with my tears because of what I feel. I would just recommend that be true to yourself. I've had many chapters in one life. I've had many, and there are many to come. And to just allow them to unfold, be truthful yourself. Hili nahi in Hawaiian means truth, means trust. Trust self. Trust self the best, most important person, most friend that you can have is self. Trust yourself. Thank you. Mahalo. No matter what, keep going, keep moving your feet, and that's it. You'll get there, and you'll, you'll get there for you. Hello. Well, one day you just wake up and think about, is there something more? what's going on and then you realize that it is something more and then you put yourself in the drama thing going on like you're suffering and and you just feel that you're not understand by the others and then you start searching and looking for more information and then all of a sudden you realize that all your life you have been what you've been looking for, and um, you find some humor on what happened. Because you go back, and then you, know, you realize that that big drama that you came from, it wasn't that big of a deal, that you were dying for nothing. So then you put yourself in this place where you say, I have to find a humor on what is happening to me at this moment, and enjoy it, and laugh with it. And that's how I bring my life, dancing and laughing. So enjoy the path, because it's not easy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now I'm speechless. Um, what came to me was to the, your number one role in this lifetime as a newly awakened individual is to uncover the love of self that is within you, that has always been there and will continue to be there. And this love will sustain you through the good times, yeah, there's some, and through the rougher times, but it will just, Love yourself. Thank you. We have a saying that the glass is either half full or half empty. And we try to make the glass half full all the time. In other words, the positive perspective. 
I, on the other hand, have not been happy with the glass being half full. I had to make it completely full. So I find that I spent most of my life judging every event that happened to me as either good or bad. Somewhere along the line, I developed the philosophy that if something bad happened to me, something good would be a result of what happened bad. And I would like look for that. Um, I would say I missed half of life because of that. Um, I, the other day, I, I woke up fearful. I have no idea why. And I just laid there and I said, I'm going to enjoy this feeling of fear. I mean, is this amazing or what? I have no idea why I was fearful. Um, anger. Um, that really gets you going. <laughs> and it's like I'm enjoying that energy of anger. So feel what you feel without judgment would be my perspective. Thank you. There's men out there, too. <laughs> You're not going to meet many of them, mostly women in the, on this journey. But there are some of us. And the journey is not that much different. Just know that you already set the path and you planted the crystals along the way. You'll meet the right persons. You need run into the situations that you need to run into. Just keep breathing. You'll feel lost at times. You don't know where to turn to. Just keep breathing. And know that you're going to be okay. Thank you. I am in Chambra in this organization for five years. I stay here, no rules, no agreement, no lease. I am free. I am free, I speak in my language. Para las personas que estén escuchando o que llegue este video for those who listen or watch this video at some point, be sure that it's not a coincidence, but for a very special reason, that five years ago, I found for the first time a video from Master Adamus, and I am here. I don't know what I was looking for, 
or what I was pursuing. But now it is clear that I was after a simple, uncomplicated life, accepting life as it is and learning to live with joy. Getting here is not easy. It took me over 20 years of search to find this beautiful organization. If you get here, do not falter. It is the most beautiful thing I've ever found in my life. Congratulations. I have a very simple concept to share, but if you can hold it in your heart, it will change your life. And that is that you have never done anything wrong, ever. No matter what you think, no matter what you believe, no matter what you feel, you have never done anything wrong. Hello, everyone. My heart is just filled up with love right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> my heart's filled up with love right now. Um, my message to you is don't sweat the small stuff. Do not. Everything will work itself out. I am not kidding. And I know you think the plan is going to crap, but there's a lot of fun out there. Just have fun. Have a blast every day when you get up. No matter who's around, who cares what people think? Have fun, all right? I love you all. <laughs> well, I would tell you first of all, stop, turn around, run away. But <laughs> you probably won't listen to me, so well, it's okay. Try to enjoy life as much as possible because if you really choose this path, you things will happen to you in a sense that maybe from your perspective of right now would not understand or find that if you really knew the thing that would happen, you would definitely like say no, but just allow yourself and trust yourself to open up to different possibilities. Even when bad things happen, there's wisdom inside it that can be found. Even if you had to fight a bear to save two kids which broke your leg, you still end up okay, which happened to me, by the way. <laughs> Hi there, everyone. Uh, first of all, uh, it's really great to be with every one of you. Uh, what I have to say is to trust yourselves and to make it count. And also, uh, it gets more interesting along the way. So just keep in there, and it's great to be part of this. And uh, thank you. Thank you all. Thank you. Hi, all. Uh, I would like to say that it's not an easy path, but it's also not difficult because also you can realize that there are very grateful moments with yourself. Even if people 
thinks that you are crazy, even that you maybe might not know it right now, you will believe it too, but you are not. So stay there. Keep going, because at the end is um, fulfillment. You're gonna feel like you are complete. Like you are, were looking someone outside of you, someone like maybe an angel, but you will discover that you are the angel and you are the one that you were looking for. So people is gonna tell you lots of things. Just smile, it's hard, believe me, it's hard. And be with your truth, that's all. everyone. Uh, I am that I am Christina and I invite each and every one of you masters take a deep breath in into the infinity that you are because this is the most incredible journey that you are on now. You awaken and what are you doing? You're actually learning, you try, you're understanding who you are and with that you're understanding how you as an infinity to be in the physical reality and go beyond to have incredible dreams and to manifest these incredible realms of your passion to live into the physical world and actually doing that. And this is what the path to realization is. And never say, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, thank you so much. Thank you. Hello. So in 1979, I got a teaching from the Hindi traditions, and it said, God lives within you as you. Go experience that. Go find that, what that means. And this experience with Atamos has been like the leader for me to be able to actually experience this and these last conversations of energy have just blown the whole thing open. So thank you very much. Those are always the ones to watch for when you get the microphone. Uh, hello. Um, I guess what I've been thinking and of what to say is, is to just be aware. Awareness comes with this kindness and um, being able to um, just be in the moment, in the moment accepting all, all people, all... Um, as I was in Mexico for many months, I felt like I, I just wanted to be uh, open and aware of um, and present, just presence. And I think that that's part of actually um, the best thing we could do is be present for people. So thank you. Shaking.
I told her I loved her. Hi. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I have a couple things to say. Um, one is when you're, you know that you're on this path, which most of us didn't know at the time. So you have a big head start, I think, on, uh, on being able to just, when things hit you, when you fall down, you get run over, just allow it. Just, it's okay. You're in the shits of the dredge of the garbage, and you just pull yourself up, and it's okay. I allow, and you just keep going. Just know it's part of this fabulous, horrific, fun, sad, funny journey of, of uh, realization. You can struggle, you can think like you wouldn't believe it. Your mind's going at a million miles an hour, but let it go. Allow. Last call. Anybody else? Last call. Yeah. Please. This is show business. Stop taking everything so seriously. <laughs> Great. Anybody else before we close this segment? Anyone else? Good. Good. Okay. Yes. This is, this is the Cliff Notes version. Um, what's it all about? Experience and expansion without judgment. That's it. Thank you. I will say, having <laughs> spoken to my five-year-old self, you are loved, and you are not alone. You are embraced by yourself from all time, from all eternity. You are loved, and you will never, ever be alone. Good, and thank you for everybody who participated and uh, for all the rest of you who added your energy to this. Uh, we're going to be doing some more of this. We'll compile something that's really actually quite interesting that uh, at the right time we'll release for those who are coming into awakening. And they are. There's a lot of them. There, there's a lot, a lot of them. And uh, that's um, a lot of the big reason why you're here. I was a little concerned um, when I was thinking about doing this segment today. It's a little bit 
uh, different than what we normally do. Uh, I was concerned that we get the Academy Award speech. First, I'd like to thank my mother and my father, and uh, and then go through the list. And of course, and of course, Adamus, and you know, uh, but we didn't have that. Uh, then I was concerned we get a lot of regurgitation, meaning you were just going to be uh, throwing out cliches that you've heard. But actually, we didn't get much of that at all. Uh, what I felt here coming from you was very, very heartfelt, real, real stuff that you're feeling in here. And uh, for those of you who are up to the, at the front, first of all, you're going to be amazed how good you look on video. <laughs> no, really. You're going to look and go, that was me. <laughs> no, you, looked really, you really look good on video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. Uh, and secondly, I know nearly all of you thought, oh, what I said was so stupid, or I don't remember what I said. Uh, you'll realize later it didn't sound stupid, and it wasn't just the words, but you really put your energy into it, your heart into it, and that's what makes more of a difference than anything. Uh, so with that, we'll continue as we go around the world this next year. We'll continue with more of these, but we're, we're grounding it right here. We're starting it here. Good. Deep breath, and let's move into our Final Marab, I know some of you are just wanting to get at the drinks and the food right now, but uh, let's, let's, end this. let's end this year of our shouts together. Let's end it with this Mirab. I have a little music on, please. I want you to consider also in doing this, for those of you who came up to the front, or if you were thinking about it, a lot of you thought, what would I say if I went up there? You really saying it for the ones who are awakening is secondary. You said it to yourself. You really said it to yourself. Remember your own words. Take your own advice. Just allow. It's a big, you know, if you distill all of that, it's allow. Relax into your realization. It's going to happen. But once you hit awakening, Relax into your realization. It's not the human that does it, doesn't have to do it. Not even the human that necessarily actually wants to do it, but now you can relax into it. You had it pretty tough. Matter of fact, you had it real tough. The ones that come after you are not going to have it so difficult. You went to the edge of the edge of yourself, the limits of your mind and the limits of what you thought you could possibly endure. So many parts of your life were absolutely, absolutely shattered. Relationships, jobs. A lot of you had it affect your health. But then just your inner world, how it was turned inside out, up, upside down. And as Mark said, the uh, constant mind, the mind just churning out crap and more crap and then more crap on that crap and the mind churning and churning and you almost can't shut it down. It's just, it's taken on its 
own life, it seems, and it'll never shut up. But then it does. And then it just quiets. And it just quiets. It's you could say it's exhausted itself. Maybe it's felt something. Maybe it's felt this realized self from the future, which is actually right here. Maybe it felt that realization comes. And then it just quiets down. Those times you oh you just wish you could break apart the mind, stop all that thinking, worrying. It's almost obsessive, addictive. All that chattering away, all that dredging up memories from the past, all the ghosts, and the mind goes on in this battling of all these things, trying to figure it out, getting more and more and more obsessive, and then it all goes quiet. Not because you're trying to make it quiet, not because your mind is trying to make it quiet. Mind wouldn't know how to do that. It just goes quiet. It's kind of like almost a wonderment, magic in the air. So many of you are going to come to that this this year, 2020. 2020, like the year of vision, perfect vision, perfect balance, harmony, symmetry. And again, not because it's the year 2020. I, I really look at it the other way. You made the year 2020. It didn't make you. The ones who come after you, they're going to have it a lot easier. They're going to have your words. They're going to have your consciousness. They're going to go through it a lot faster and a lot easier. They're still going to have hardships, yes. It'll be, it'll still be rude in many ways, but there's no other group. I really want you to feel this now. There's no other group, no other individuals that are going to have had it as rough and as rude as you've had it. No others. It's when you're at the, at the front, you're taking the lead, when you're the first ones to go into consciousness and energies and experiences. It's always the hardest, but also the most rewarding. No other group of humans is ever going to have it as difficult as you. And I want you to acknowledge that. I want you to acknowledge what you've done. Um, to really give yourself a hug. Don't worry about you know, some of you are thinking, well, isn't that kind of egotistical? No, it's not. I think it's really important right now 
the end of this year, coming into our 2020, to really acknowledge that no other group is going to have it as difficult. You paved the way, you've broken through paradigms that uh, seem to be almost unbreakable. You've broken through glass ceilings and spiritual ceilings that were almost impenetrable. You've broken through tremendous fears. Once that's done, the others who come after you, even though their path is their own, there's kind of a template, there's a, a way to go beyond that's already been, been paved. I think it's really important right now as, as we end this year, this decade, as we come into realization, to please acknowledge yourself for the role you've played for what you've done. There's no, you know, no grand prize for doing it. There's no uh, financial compensation. You don't get an extra place, a special place at the Ascended Masters Club when you finally get there. But there's the acknowledgement uh, within yourself. There's the acknowledgement that you heard this call from Tobias years ago, or perhaps when I came in, and we kind of got together in an ungrouping kind of way and kind of loosely formed, some would say, ragtag group of soon-to-be masters. And you went through some of the very, very toughest. And so much of it wasn't yours, but you took it on. I wanted to scold you more often <laughs> along the way for taking on what wasn't yours. Breaking through walls that really weren't yours to begin with. I, I really wanted to scold you more. Then I realized a number of years back that, no, actually, you were choosing this. You wanted it. I mean, not to make things hard, but you wanted to break through barriers that weren't even yours so you could make everyone else's journey a little bit easier. So I kind of laid off on that. I. I pointed it out to you. I said, most of this isn't yours, what, 92% isn't yours, but I stopped chastising you for it because I realized, no, this is why you're here. There are barriers, there are walls, there are mazes, and there are dead-end passages. There's a lot of things in the way going into realization. Yes, it's, a, it's natural, but there are a lot of things in the way. You found a way to break through them, get through them. I want you to give yourself credit for that now also. I still debate with myself, of course, and I always win. But I still debate with myself, should I have given you a harder time about taking on things that really weren't yours? Should I have just said, here's the secret? 
these things aren't yours. Don't take them on. Or should I have said, look at what they are doing. They're taking on mass consciousness. They're taking on ancestral karma. They're taking on stuck energies. They're taking on wounds of nations and religions and groups. So give yourself credit for what you took on that wasn't yours. Um, I guess I'm, I guess I'm glad I didn't give you a hard time, let you take it on. Because I know it's going to be one of the most meaningful things you take after you leave this planet. It's a real gift you gave yourself. Let's take a good deep breath together and just feel into it for a moment. No other group will ever have it as tough. Please acknowledge yourself for what you've done, including taking on things that were not yours. You're all guilty of it, every one of you, even though you think it was yours, even though you're still going to insist that it was yours. It wasn't. Every one of you. Let's take a moment to enjoy that quiet calmness. Twenty twenty is ahead. A lot of realization going on here in Chamberland. <laughs> of course, things are going to change. You know, uh, things uh, crimson circle. How we how we do things, where we focus on. I'll continue to talk a lot about your new relationship with energy. A lot about physics. I mean, real physics of how energy works. And watch, by the way, uh, your own planet. There's going to be a couple of big breakthroughs in this coming year, all about energy. Uh, theories, of course, uh, but profound new theories take some years to really go through the, the process. But watch how what you're doing is kind of, in a way, parallel with other things going on Earth. Now, they're going to think in energy in terms of force, uh, propulsion, fuel, that type of things. And they're going to, with these breakthroughs, talking about how it's going, it's going to radically change the planet in the coming few decades. Watch how they're talking about that, and you're, you're going through your own energy changes, radical discoveries about you and energy and consciousness and how it works. Watch how what you're going through has its uh, parallel, its, its symbolic um, manifestation on the planet. It's no coincidence. Like when these new theories, breakthroughs are, are talked about, and you read about them, you kind of laugh to yourself, and well, they're just starting to really understand energy. When that happens, I want you to realize that you know, a discovery on the human level, the you know, scientist or physicist about energy, for instance, 
would not have been there if you weren't doing what you're doing, period. That should give you the chills. That should give you the, oh, wow. Let's take a deep breath together. Beauty of this day, beauty of our gathering, all the Ascended Masters who came in, the ones who are watching back at the Ascended Masters Club. Let's take a good deep breath for Chambra. They live a few blocks off of Main Street. <laughs> With that, remember, all is well in all of creation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There's a lot of energy to feel into right now. You all are feeling quite a great deal in a very personal way. I invite you to just take a pause, take a moment, and really let it be with you. Very, very personal message from Adamus for each of us, every single one of us. Stay with the good deep breath. Allow it to expand and be with it. More than anything, take care of you. Take that good deep breath of life. We'll be back in just a few short weeks for the January shout, but happy holiday season. It's a gift we give ourselves. Thank you everyone for being here, for listening in to our staff. Happy holidays and best wishes to you all. <laughs>